Hey, welcome to episode four of the Squid Tank Podcast. Um, a little more chill today. Uh, I really just rant in this episode, as you can see by the title, uh, Rantin' at Night. It is currently 10.38 p.m. here. And, uh, I just finished the episode. Um, I feel bad. I feel sick a little bit. Uh, but yeah. Today's episode, I, I just talk about whatever. I talk about uh, a lot of things, and at the same time, no things. Uh, like I say in the outro, I, I did this episode just to be like, hey, we're, we're not dead. Um, I skipped out on Conquest commentary, which I fucking hate myself for i love doing commentary with Peggy. i feel really bad about it just to do an episode that's not gonna matter uh yeah episode four of the squid tank podcast took fucking forever to get out but uh i hope you at least listen to uh the last little section of the podcast. I have a very uh, important message to get out. I feel it's important. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and for sharing the podcast and, and for giving feedback and just saying, hey, I enjoyed the listen. It means so much to me. And uh, honestly, right now, it's uh, all I need. Positivity. Um, so yeah, episode four. Have yourselves a little listen. It's the fourth episode of the Squid Tank Podcast, and I do apologize for any background noises. My brother is in there playing video games. He's got the volume turned very uh, pretty loud and uh, will not listen to me, so meh. Um, yeah, so we are here today for the fourth episode by, by ourselves, by myself. Um, really just going to talk about whatever. It is 9.45 p.m. on Wednesday, March the 27th, 2019. Uh, yeah, just going to ramble. Late night rambling. Uh, there's a lot I want to get off my chest, but I don't think this is the right place to do it. Um. Like I said, I've been really tired lately. I've had, I you know what? This is this is good. This is good. Not not a lot of the things that I want to say will be said, but some of the smaller things. I've had I've had uh, 
no drive really to um, put anything out lately as far as um, the podcast goes, as far as uh, my writing goes. And, and school sucks, guys. I mean, I'm not doing bad in school at all. I'm doing very well. It's just keeping up with all of that. It's been a, been a bitch, honestly. Um, yeah, there, uh, whew, I haven't watched a lot of a lot of wrestling at all. Uh, to be completely honest with you, uh, today I watched uh, Kiyomiya. I think that's how you say his name. Or my my head hurts also right now. Uh, versus Marufuji in Noah. It was. I don't know if it happened earlier this month or if it was uploaded earlier this month. It was definitely uploaded earlier this month. Um, it was a great match. Holy, like, I need to watch more pro wrestling Noah. I need to watch more uh, Dragon Gate and um, All Japan as well. I need to figure out uh, how much the subscriptions are and uh, pay for them. Speaking, speaking of uh, paying for things, your boy's looking for a job. Um, you know, ideally, it'd be one that I could do on the computer. But again, 17 years old, haven't finished high school yet. So, uh, fat chance we're going to find one of those. I do think maybe I could get some kind of writing job with like a website or something. But again, 17 year old, haven't finished high school yet. <laughs> fat chance I'm going to land one of those um there are a lot of other jobs i think another bad part of looking for a job is not having a permit yet yeah <sighs> again 17 uh in high school still does not have permit again not gonna get a job um there's there's a literally the only options i have right now that would <laughs> be a hundred percent okay like on paper right now or um there's i don't fuck earbud like almost yanked out of my face hole which would be my ear so not my face hole um like the only options i have right now is uh, like a subway down the street um a food lion also down the street a cricket wireless store um, a little further down the street, a, a Papa John's, a little further down the street as well, a Bilo in the same shopping center as those, a there's a, quite a few options is what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's just, I don't want to work in fast food again. I used to work at Wendy's. Um, really bad experience for me. Um, was not ready for it. I quit. Um, typical high school jobs. Shits. I know, I hate, I hate, um. The fact that I quit the way I did, that I just stopped showing up. Awful way to have quit. Very immature of me. I should have put in a notice. Should have worked those last few days. Would have gotten an extra money on the uh, final paycheck. And well, I didn't get a paycheck. I got another good pay card. But still, I've had extra money on my final payment at the job. So it's on me. I understand. Just know next time I have a job, I'm going to be way better about it, you know? Um, there might be dog barking in a minute, but honestly, at this point, don't care. Um, the reason 
the main reason I want to get a job. There's two main reasons, and both of them have to do with wrestling. Um, wrestling merch is just it's one thing. Um, I want to get wrestle crate, like, dude. Holy shit! Like, I've ever since I knew it was a thing, I've always wanted to be like, I want to wrestle, wrestle. Excuse me, a wrestle crate subscription. Um, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Honestly, it's like you get free wrestling shit. Well, not free. You get wrestling, mystery wrestling shit, like, every month. Uh, it's great. Like, honestly, it's a great idea. I know there's Lucha Crate, Pro, Lucha Box, maybe? Pro Wrestling Crate, which is Pro Wrestling Tees. There's a few others. There's probably quite a few others. Uh, but wrestle, wrestle, crate, wrestle Crate. Pro Wrestling Crate, or whatever it's called. They're like, at the top. Uh, for me, I think for most everyone, but uh, it's a great deal. It's the biggest one I think is like twenty five or fourteen. Like it's, yeah, like I don't know fourteen or twenty five. Something like that. Um, dollars a month, which is honestly not that bad for what you're getting. You're getting a lot. Uh, again, like I said, this is just an episode of rant. Like just go on about whatever. Um. But another thing that's that the uh, why I'm getting a job or why I'm looking for one is to start wrestling training this summer. Start saving up money for that. Um, I'd have to get somebody to drive me there. But there's these there's two schools that I'm looking at. Like as most definites, these are our options. And then there's a few others that are just uh, I guess would be better price wise. Um, Schools like, yeah. Um, there's the Palmetto Wrestling Academy. Oh, Whoopity flop. Ooh, censorship. Um, I was supposed to send my grandma a link to one of these schools uh, for reasons, but uh, gonna help pay for it. I think it's gonna be mainly me paying for it, and I think I'd, it's really what I want to do. Like, I'll pay for it. That's mine. That's my journey. My money going into it. I can say that I supported myself going into the um, career that I've wanted since I was like nine years old. So, <laughs> um, yeah, like, um, yeah, there's the Palmetto Wrestling Academy, which is in um, the Columbia area, and uh, High Spots Wrestling Academy or Rings, I believe it's what it's called, referred to as. Uh, that is in the Charlotte area. I say in the area because like people go, it's most definitely in Charlotte, and it's like not in Charlotte. It's like like outside of Charlotte, or it's like most definitely in Columbia, and it's like outside of Columbia, but close enough to be like, you know, what I mean, dumped in the uh, Columbia and Charlotte area titles. Ooh, dump. but yeah, um, I really want to do wrestling. It's been my, like I said, it's been my dream since I was like nine years old. It's crazy, like. Nine years old, man. Um, I started watching... Well, I mean, I had watched some, like, Impact Wrestling when I was younger. Like, before then. Like, maybe six years old or something like that. I don't really remember. I just know I was young. And I just remember watching it because they'd flip through the channels and I'd see stuff. And I was like, oh, hey, that's cool. Typical uh, figuring out wrestling exists story. And, I mean, I knew, I knew things about the WWE. I'm 
parents mention it all the time. People I'm, uh, like, you know, friends at school, they'd mention it. But when I was nine, I, like, really got into it. We went to, like, an episode of SmackDown, and I was like, wow. I mean, we were, we were up. I mean, we were up there. There was an episode of, uh, there was, like, an episode of Superstars, I think, and ECW, like, both recorded before the SmackDown. So, and it was a SmackDown taping, so, of course, it was on a Tuesday. Um, it was like in 2009, actually, so I might have been 10 already, or 8, or something like that. Oh, my, uh, uh, pop my jaw, wow. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's really what got me into it. And um, my friend Jake, not my friend, my cousin, haha, <laughs> dumb. I have, I have a friend named Jake, I always tell people about him, so I'm like, well, my friend Jake, this is my cousin, my cousin Jake. He um, he's done pictures for like Ring of Honor, so he's met a lot and some other things too in wrestling. So he's met a lot of wrestlers. You know, there's a lot of the guys we watched just a while later. It probably was still 2009 though, because it was the Nexus. They debuted in 2009, right? And um, we were watching the segment. I was like, I hate those guys. And he's like, Oh, my friend got fired because of this, and he, Daniel Bryan. His was his friend. So like, like, oh shit, what? Your friend got fired? And he was like, yeah. Because, okay. When you're younger and you learn about the independent scene, you're really told, I wasn't told by him, so I was told by like other people. Uh, I don't even remember who. I think, it, anyways, they tried to explain like, before they go to the WWE, they work at like high school gyms and things. So I'm like, wait, what? It's stupid. And that's how it was. I mean, there's, obviously it's not all there was, you know. Outside of the WWE, but that's what people thought. And now we know that, you know, the venues that people are running now, people were running them in like 2009 and stuff. I mean, some of the larger venues, obviously not, but a lot of the smaller ones, they've been running them for 10, 20 years. Yeah, so I <laughs> don't know what I've mentioned in this. I, um, um. Yeah. Like I said, I want to get into wrestling. I uh, after I train at either the Palmetto Cham- Palmetto Wrestling Academy, uh, High Spot School, or both. I kind of want to go and do things with Chikara at the Wrestle Factory because I mean, really like Chikara. It's like my favorite wrestling company right now. Um, favorite promotion. There's a lot going on in there. I mean, currently. I don't really have, currently I don't have a favorite like like what's going on now I do not have a favorite. That's not uh, dumping on Shakara or anything. It's just there's a lot of good stuff going on in wrestling right now that I really can't pick a favorite. I did pick a favorite. I don't know. I honestly see that's why like I don't know who my favorite would be. Um. Again, music in the background. Can't really do much about that if you can hear it at all. He's being loud. You can deal with it. Because um, honestly, so far, like I was saying, 2019's been a good year for Ring of Honor. Uh, it's been an okay year for New Japan so far. It's been all right. Um, both companies having to shift due to reliance, former heavy reliance on the members of the elite. And that's what I was saying. I was saying a while ago, you know, before they left, 
So, like, mid last year, I was saying, you know, when these guys leave for something better, these companies are going to have nothing to do. Ring of Honor for a little bit had nothing, but they they were already starting. Like, before the Bullet Club, the sorry, the elite members left Ring of Honor and New Japan, they signed guys like Jeff Cobb, um, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, which I don't I'll get to that later. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, Mark Haskins, Bandito, Bandita, Bandito, Roosh, um, uh, they got Juice Robinson to do more Ring of Honor shows. They got, uh, I'm like, honestly, names that pop up in my head are people that left Ring of Honor. Like, I think, uh, the best friends have popped in my head and a lot. And they've put, anyways. What I'm trying to say is they've put oh the, uh, PCO and Bernie King sorry I forgot about those guys um, they've put a lot of focus on guys that haven't really been seen much on the scene okay wait here's my thing real quick Tracy Williams is just in Ring of Honor Tim Donst is still in Future of Honor and if I'm hundred percent correct they were both trained by the uh, Sorry, I can't, can't break this here, but they were both trained by the Wrestle Factory. They were trained by the same people, and they were trained around the same time. And if I'm correct, maybe Knox was trained before Tracy. Maybe. Um, or at the exact same time. Who knows? They know. I don't. <laughs> um, but I thought that, I think that's interesting. Like, Doss is still used for future water stuff when I think he should be like a main roster ring of water guy. I think he should be. I, again, that's their own politics and crap over there. Speaking of politics and ring of water, how about that? Let's move on to my thoughts on the David Starr, Jay Lethal situation. So, uh, ring of honor is partnering with, um, let me look it up. I believe it is the IPWA, which, uh, one second. Uh, yeah, it is the IPWA. Sorry. Um, it is a, they're partnering with IPWA for their Israeli Bash show. Um, I am an idiot. It is, I am so sorry. It is Israeli pro wrestling. And the show is Passover Bash. Not, not Israeli Bash. Sorry. Passover Bash. Uh, the event is going to feature wrestlers from uh, the IPWA. Also wrestlers such as David Starr, of course, Jay Lethal. I might have said Blake Lethal earlier. Amina's hurt in my head. Jay Lethal, uh, who is currently the Ring of Honor World Champion, the match is not being promoted as a World Championship match as of right now, but Star mentioned fighting for the championship. So, uh, who knows? And then Bad Bones is also going to be there. So, I mean... There's uh, other wrestlers as well, you know, of course, from the IPWA. And I'm sure they're bringing in more outsider talents, more imports in for this show. Um, I can't, I'm not going to act 
like I know uh, who who any of the uh, in-house talents are, or have ever heard of this company. But I'm looking on um, looking on their Facebook, and it looks like a really really cool company. It looks cool. Uh, they, got, they got Marty Janetti for a show, which isn't I don't think the hardest thing. Uh, Yearn, David Starr, a lot of people for some shows, so that's cool. Um, I think it's great that uh, they can get this level of exposure by doing partnership with the Ring of Honor for uh, the show, having Lethal come over and uh, David Starr come over. My uh, problems with this match... Um, I'm not going to go too into it. Anything that David Starr said in his promo, right? Uh, a lot of it I support. Uh, again, I'm not going too in detail about it. You can go find it. Uh, he, had a, he cut a promo for the match. He uh, just bashed Sinclair, Sinclair Broadcasting, you know. Because they support what they support, which uh, against you know, stars against that, doesn't believe in that, and he he thinks he was given the title match out of pity. Well, sorry, not a championship match, but you know, if Lethal retains at the G One Supercard, which I think is happening before that match, um, most likely will be a title match, and. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to piece together my, my thoughts. You know, and he, he got probably was bashing Sinclair. He was he said it was disrespectful of Jay Lethal to bring the whole black machismo character to this match. Title defense or not, it's just disrespectful to David Starr. David Starr thinks it's disrespectful. He is a serious. I mean, he used to be the comedy guy, but you know, he thinks bringing a character out for a match like this at this level with these stakes with Again, title match or not, it's a it's a big match. People want to see, you know, two of the best technical guys in the world, two two of the best just wrestlers in general in the world right now coming going at it for a company that a lot of people just haven't heard of before. I think it's a great uh, match. You know, it's going to be great. It's just I understand the in and out of character frustration of David Starr with. Jay Lethal doing the black machismo thing against him. He's, he thinks it's insulting, you know, for Jay to be like, you know, I'm bringing this character back. We're going to run with this for this match. It's, you know, and it, it, he might not be, but I think it's been teased that he's doing black machismo again a lot more. And uh, I get it. And now it's basically just a tribute to Macho Man. I mean, it was before, but it's more of a tribute, you know. Uh, just kind of, honestly, I think now it's just kind of to be like, hey, this was a character that was over. Let's get it over again. Let's do it. And I think I think Star sees it the same way. Um, I think I, I, I was really, really excited when David Star uh, was announced. Um, 
I'm not, not okay. Not not one like that. I mean, like when when it, the news broke that David Starr is going to be fighting for. At first, everyone was saying it was for the Ring of Honor World Title at this IPWA show. I, I was like, well, wait, David Starr, and that's my other problem with it. Um, is that David Starr's only had four four matches with Ring of Honor? It was a few, and he hasn't won any of them. I don't think. Don't think he's won any of them, honestly. Uh, Josh, he fought Josh Woods twice. He, he he attacked Josh Woods on an episode of Ring of Honor Television. Virtually did nothing since. Like he's virtually done nothing in Ring of Honor since. Other than lose to Woods on a show that I don't even think was recorded. Like why why have him attack? You know you know, it's really high for David Starr. David Starr is one of my favorite wrestlers. Right now. Love him so much. <laughs> um, there's just a lot going on with that match. I just, I don't even know. Um, what else? Do we, oh, random jump from Ring of Honor talk to the WWE. Um, yeah, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura might be leaving. Actually, before we even get to Shinsuke, I told you, late night rambling. Oh my god, that chair noises. Um, Charlotte Flair won the SmackDown Women's Championship from Asuka last night at the time of this recording, uh, which was Tuesday, March the 26th, 2019, and to become an eight time women's champion. Breaking her record with Trish, I think, right, right. Breaking or tying the record with Trish, breaking the tie, breaking the not the record, the tie. It might be the record. The women's title wins. Uh, and a lot of people said Oscar's been wasted, which I both agree and disagree with. She's been women's champion twice, twice now. Becky, yeah, twice? Once? Who knows? I think this is the second time. Or it might be the first. There might have been, I, I think there was some bullshit title change like in between. Who knows? Anyways, she's champ she was champion on Tuesday, and that's all that really matters here. And she's not champion now. And she won the first women's Royal Rumble, like, she's going down to history for that. Like, I don't think it's wasted. I just think ever since she won, and a little while before she even got to the Royal Rumble, she just had, I mean, before she got to the Royal Rumble, she had her streak. She won the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble, and then she lost to Charlotte, which, whatever, you know. Who cares at that point? Which means her streak was broken by Charlotte Flair. It's just another thing they have to give Charlotte. She's like, my thing is, my, everyone's thing is with this is that Charlotte Flair has been given a whole lot, and she's given she's got the main event of WrestleMania, right? She's had all of these championship matches at WrestleMania. She's had all these big feature matches at WrestleMania, but people like, like, just haven't been getting those opportunities, and never will because she's there. 
because she and some other members of the women's roster who the corporate the corporate body body want to see in those positions. People like Becky, well now Becky, honestly. Uh fans like Becky, but you know, the four horsewomen. Everyone wants to see them. Whatever. And I saw on Cultaholics whatever thing. And it's been a rumor forever that the image that they want to see people see at the end of the night is the four horsewomen celebrating. What would be even cooler than that is with them all celebrating with their, their belts. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly think the tag belts were just created for that image if that's the thing they're doing. There's no women's tag teams really. I mean, you could someone's probably gonna pull up a list that just out of nowhere, but like, these are the women's tag teams. I'm gonna be like, yo, where the fuck did any of these come from? Like what? all of the women's tag teams I can think of. Just don't yeah. Like, where's the riot squad? What are they doing? Are they I mean I don't watch week I don't watch the weekly, so I don't know. Maybe they could be doing something. Are they anywhere? Are they leaving? But the other news uh, coming out of that, right? Sorry, I'm rambling. Is that people think Asuka's leaving. And and the news breaking that Shinsuke might be leaving, the news more like the rumor that Shinsuke might be leaving, raises even more eyebrows to that. And I understand uh, the Japanese professional wrestlers, professional wrestlers in general, they are their own people. Like, they are their own humans. They have their own decisions. You know, other wrestlers didn't leave immediately after Hideo Itami left. Of course, there are contracts that stop them from doing so. And I think the WWE... The WWE is going to try to keep Shinsuke and Asuka under contract. I think they will. But I think, as well, that... At this point, that might be what's best for them and even Tozawa I don't mean to just randomly pull someone and throw them in the bus with them but I know Tozawa and a lot of the 205 Live guys and a lot of the people down in NXT doing nothing can go back to the Indies can go back to where they came from and, and honestly change that landscape because that landscape right now well it can't compete it cannot it cannot compete and beat the WWE right Come on, man. Every promotion is going to have the same four guys at the top. And I understand the whole getting signed is going to bring the more guys into the limelight, give more opportunities on the independent scene for new guys, which gives more you know more people signed to the WWE. I get it. There's more wrestlers signed to the WWE now probably than ever. All right? I understand that. And I'm not saying I hate you because you're giving people their dream jobs. I'm just saying, as a fan, I want to see these wrestlers wrestle. You know, I don't want to wait for them to have a place for them. I want to see them wrestle. I want to see them do what they do for a living. I don't want to see images on their on their pages of them just chilling because they have nothing to do. I don't want to see how you've given them this beautiful Florida home you know, or apartment, or, you know, you're letting them chill in Florida, basically, for, for nothing. I, I, and I get it. You want to get a job where you can get paid to do nothing. That's basically what these wrestlers are doing. They're getting paid to do nothing. 
But again, as a fan, I want to see the guys and gals that I like, I want to see them actually competing. I understand. Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, they're injured. That's understandable. I want to see Brennan Williams do things. I, I mean, I understand. He's still being, you know, taught things. He's still learning. I still want to see him do things. I, I Again, I might have been on NXT TV. I, I might have not seen him. I think Manny was on TV. And, uh, and, and I understand. You've been building up guys like Eric Bugenhagen forever. Dude seems sh- cool as fuck. That is the coolest motherfucker they got right now. Honestly. Coolest dude. Pants look just like Juice Robinson's. Reminds me a lot of Juice Robinson, actually. Um, yeah, come on, Eric. Anyways. You know, a lot of cool guys. There's a lot of cool guys and gals in NXT right now that I'm never going to see because they're not doing anything and they're probably going to get fired before they even debut or before they even win a match on NXT. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Tegan Knox were to just go back. Like, like they, um, anyways, WWE's lost a lot of people, right? Who's Oscar? Who's all that? They haven't lost Oscar yet. They haven't lost Shinsuke yet, but the rumors are there. These might be the same rumors where it's like, Rusev and Lana. They asked. Apparently, they asked for their release. They denied it. Or the, the Revival, who asked for their release, and they're the Raw Tag Champs, I think, still. Yeah, that's another thing I'll get to, probably. It's going to be a really short episode, just to be like, hey, we're still alive. Don't kill us. Uh, um, what was I getting with that? Shinsuke Nakamura. Let me, like, let me get to him more in depth right now. People say they wasted him too. In NXT, he was literally skyrocketed. Not literally, but he was skyrocketed to the top. It was boom, 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 boom. He was there for a little bit doing nothing, and then boom, 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 boom. When he got to the top, he was at the top. He was trading the belt with Joe, and then he lost it to Brood, and he was gone. Like, I was like, whoa, what the fuck happened there? Seemed, it seemed quick. It seems quick. You know, it really seemed like guys were trading the NXT title. Like, boom, 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 boom. You're a champion. You're a champion. You're a champion. You're a champion. Like, whoa. Then Rudy got it. And it was like, oh, okay. Ooh, slow the fuck down. Chill. Now we're where we are now. I like NXT. I understand everything. I understand the hype around it. I'm hype around it, too. I just think maybe at times there is too much hype around NXT. Maybe that is what kind of kills it. For guys and gals when they go up to the roster, is that they're not being used the way they were in NXT. And people are expecting them to be used the way they were in NXT. I'm not saying we we don't we don't we don't expect them to be we don't expect them to go to the main roster and be the main event. You know, we don't. We expect them to do well. We expect them to not just die. Whoa, whoa. The moment they go to the main roster, we want them to do okay. We want them to be good wrestlers. We want them to showcase themselves like the. The reason you would want them to be on the main roster is so they can showcase themselves, but they're not. I just think that's dumb. But honestly, good for Shinsuke. Good for Asuka. Good for those who want to leave. I say voice your opinions. Leave this company. I'm not saying kill the WWE, but if you don't feel like you have a a place where you are working, you should be able to say, hey, fuck you. I don't want to work here anymore. You cannot keep me here for the rest of my career. You're not going to hold me. 
contracts over my heads. You're not going to make me do things that I don't want to do to keep my job. I'm going to lose my job before I lose my integrity. You know, like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Stand up for yourselves. Be like, hey, I'm a fucking star. Shinsuke Nakamura be like, I was the biggest fucking star in Japan, and you're treating me like shit. Asuka, I was the biggest, well, I don't know. I don't know if EO is big yet. I was one of the, let's just put this, I was one of the biggest fucking women's wrestlers in Japan, in the world, and you're treating me like shit. I'm still over as fuck, and you're treating me like shit. What the fuck? And then I see people going on the internet, who look at me, voicing their opinions on how, like, Asuka's bad. I'm like, dude, you know what? She's not. Fuck off, dude. Get the fuck out of my face, bro. Ugh. Fuck. I just think... Honestly, wrestling is in one of the weirdest fucking places it's probably ever been. Like, the Monday Night War is like... I'm a mark. During the 90s, I think it was cool. Like, I wasn't alive. But <laughs> that was the cool part. Yeah, I wasn't alive. No. Um, during the 90s, I guess it, was, it would have been a cool time because all the guys were, gals were jumping from ship to 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 ship every fucking day, basically. And, you know, you had to keep up with it. But now it's kind of like, uh, I'm going to NXT. They're like, okay. World event for you. No, oh, okay. You're back next week, aren't you? Yeah, you're partnering with the WWE. Oh, okay. You know, some shit like that. I do think it's cool that WWE guys get to go to, uh, like, I mean, Evolve and WXW and, and Progress. And I understand these companies are partnered with the WWE, but I think that's fucking cool, too. Partnered with the WWE. Fabian Eichner was then a uh, Evolve champion, obviously. He fucking dropped it really quick, which is okay. Street Profits held the tag battle. Time belts for quite a while, not too long. But that's cool. Street puppets fit. They're like they, yeah, they fit. Evolve. Like Ono was in Super Strong Style sixteen. I think he's in it again this year. It's cool shit. You know, it's some cool shit. Wrestling's in a weird place. It just is. I'm gonna cut this episode short here, guys. I my head hurts. There's a lot going on. I just want to rant. Well, let me just touch on one topic actually before we end this. Um, dog barking. Dog barking. Dog barking. Dog barking. Um. Yes. So. What can I say? Um. Again, there's a lot of shit going on in wrestling right now. Wrestling exists. Hurts my head. Don't understand it a lot of the time, but it's professional wrestling. We love it. We watch it. We get a lot of it. Hell yeah, professional wrestling. Get down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. See, another dog working. Like, awful. Um, I want to touch up on the topic, like, I'll ask you, uh, here, here, actually, I'll leave you with a question, and I'll give a little bit of my answer to it. My question for you is, is what, what is professional wrestling? 
what is it to you? Now I'm going to get a lot of the same. I'm going to get a lot of it's art, or it's dumb, or it's stupid. And, and that was a weird jump that I did there, putting art in the same. Putting like a good comment in with negative comments. I, I just... Wrestling to me is a struggle. It's, it's, it is a constant struggle. It is a struggle to be, at times, legitimate. There's a struggle at times to be seen as more than, quote-unquote, that gay sport with the dudes in Speedos grabbing each other in the junk area, slamming them and stuff. And it's... it's it's a struggle to be seen more as choreographed and fake. It is a, it is a struggle to seem less of an acrobatic show. It is a struggle for equality. It is, it is the struggle between corporations and independent contractors fighting for the same cause at times. It is a struggle between uh, wills and being broken from the struggle of being on the road for so long. It is, it is the struggle between a man and his own body. That, that is what professional wrestling is. Professional wrestling is life, love, and at times, at the best of times, happiness. That is what professional wrestling is to me. And at times, I lose sight of it. I do. I've lost a lot of things recently. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I've lost the will to write. Let's put that. Uh, I just can't. I just don't know what to write. I don't know what to do. I uh, I hate it. I hate a lot of things right now. Um, it's going to get better. I know it will. I'm not scared. I, uh... I'm okay with it. I'm okay with what's going on. I'm fine. I, uh, I'm just, I've really been too fucking busy for everything lately. I wish I could do more of these. I wish I could do more of these with, with people on here. I wish I could talk to more people on here. I, uh, there's a lot of people that I love that I want to have on here to talk to. Even even my grandma. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, there's just a lot of time. You know, I think that's a thing in people's lives. You have a lot of time, but you just don't understand how you're going to use it. You just don't know what you're going to do with it. But, uh, yeah, um, this last... I promise this is the last thing. Um, little message just goes out to, to everyone who's been struggling lately. Um, I know a lot of my friends have been going through a lot of 
things lately. Um, uh, yeah, just a lot lately. Like, a lot of heavy shit. Um, but honestly, if you're going through something, um, just, just kind of remember, there are people out there who care about you. You know, and if, if you're going through something and you feel like the weight and the gravity of the situation is too heavy, is too strong for just you to go through, understand that you're not the only one going through that. And, and I don't mean I don't mean that to say shut up and deal with it. You know, I'm, I don't mean it like that at all. I mean, you're not the only one. You're not the one who's been through it. Chances are there's somebody who can help you that has been through that. Who can help you because they figured out how to help themselves. Or someone else came around and helped them and they can help you in that same way. You just gotta believe in yourself. And I think I think I need to learn that too. You just gotta believe in yourself. You just gotta believe that maybe not tomorrow, maybe not even the next day, but someday everything will be fine. Everything will be better. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just have to. Because if you don't tell yourself that everything's okay, somebody might not. There might not be somebody to tell you that everything's okay. And, and when you yourself cannot tell yourself that everything's okay, that's when things definitely aren't okay. You know, and if you can tell yourself that everything's okay, you might be wrong, but at least something's okay. At least your self-esteem, you might hate yourself, honestly. There are times where I hate myself, but I, and when, when I'm, when I feel like shit, I, I think that, you know, there are people out there who care about me, who love me. Very much, you know. They might not show it. They might not say it. They might say the opposite. But inside, they care about me. They care about how I feel. They care about how I'm doing. They want to see me succeed because they love me. You know, and I might not love them the same way they love me. I might love them more than they love me. But they care. You know, I understand that there are people out there that care, and I think everyone's got to believe that. I think everyone's got to understand that there's someone out there who cares about you. Like I said, they might not show it. They might not say it. They might say the opposite. There's someone out there who cares about you, who loves you, who wants to make sure you're okay. Just gotta give them the chance. Um, you're gonna end it there. I love you guys. Thank you for letting me rant to you today. Uh, I still feel like shit, <laughs> but I hope I made you guys feel better at least. And I hope you had some laughs hearing me struggle to figure out what I was talking about. I honestly just recorded this episode to 
Say that we're still alive over here. At the squid tank. Alright, that's it. I love you. Good night.